0: Any other takeaways from from Carolina Tampa games, Scott? Um,
1: not really. I mean, both goalies continued to look excellent. Not strong games for both Elmark and Swayman. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's par for the course. Like the the little minor blips that both had in recent weeks, clearly gone. So, um. Yeah, that's kind of about it.
0: All right, well, one final topic to, worth discussing is that one of the Bruins' um, highest-touted prospects that's not yet at the pro rankings, which is Mason Lorai, finally uh, could be on his way to signing a pro contract, Scott. I mean, his, his Buckeyes bowed out in the national tournament, and I believe now the speculation is might be the time for him to maybe sign with Providence at some point here.
1: Yeah, it could be. Um, Definitely. Laura I watches on, I I think he's ready. Um, I think a lot of people agree with that, especially if you watched him in in the regionals this weekend, he was dominant against Harvard in the first round. Total off game for Harvard. They looked, Harvard had a good team this year, but they were awful on Friday and Ohio state just ran all over them. And, Lori kind of led that effort. He had goal and two assists, uh, three shot, I think four shots on goal, plus three, like just a, a monster game. Um, and then Ohio State loses to Quinnipiac, but thought Lori still had a pretty good game. He still had some really good shifts. He was still involved. Um, Quinnipiac's coach, Rand Pecknold, was like couldn't speak highly enough of him after the game. Um, basically said, you know. He should probably already be in the NHL and he probably will be in the next day or two. Um, I, I think the Bruins probably want to sign him, and, you know, it just comes down to whether he wants to, or whether he feels like he has some sort of unfinished business at Ohio state, but I don't think he has a whole lot more to prove at the college level. Um, So yeah, that signing could be coming very early in the week, possibly even by the time, depending on when you you listen to this, he might've already signed. Um, but, you know, I think what, what'll be interesting to see is whether he gets NHL games because the Bruins could give him that, you know, they have right now, they seven healthy defensemen on the NHL roster with forward injured. So they could at they could make room for an eighth. Um, you know, obviously they have games to play with down the stretch here that aren't, you know, must wins. So they could get him into a couple games and see see where he's at. You know, a lot of times when players sign, they you know there's like a handshake agreement to burn that first year of the entry level contract. Um, you know, I don't don't know if that'll be the case here or not. Whether he'll try to push for that, but I think it'd be interesting because, and I certainly don't expect him to be like an NHL contributor right off the bat. You know, I'm not. I don't think that's going to be Charlie McAvoy coming out of BU in 2017 or yeah that was 2017 right yeah I think that that was that same Ottawa series um yeah like I'm not expecting that where I think McAvoy walked in and was playing like four minutes a game but you know he challenge say Jacob Zaboral for you know kind of the eighth spot on the depth chart I don't think that's totally out of the question I think it would be interesting to see what he looks like. Um, So yeah, something to keep an eye on. And I think, you know, pretty exciting if you're a Bruins fan like this, him and Fabian Lysel, they've been the top two prospects for a couple of years now. And, you know, we have seen Lysel in Providence this year, you know, first years of pro obviously hasn't gotten called up to Boston yet, but um, yeah, you could be seeing Laura at the pro level uh, very soon, possibly this week.
0: So on the Bruins' blue line right now, when they're healthy, your top four left defensemen uh, are Lindholm, Orlov, Forbert, slash uh, Gryzlik. Obviously, th- only three of those would play in a game unless one guy was on their offside. Um, but as you mentioned, Forbert is out of the lineup. So the Bruins have a natural na- – three natural left shot defensemen in their top six, Lindholm, Orlov, and Grizzlick That aren't really up for debate. Beyond Forbert's injury, there was also a scary injury for Providence. I believe it was today or yesterday with Mike Riley, and he was he was knocked unconscious after a collision into the end boards. Um, I think he's okay, or at least he's stable in the hospital. But, you know, if, if, if he's out for a significant amount of time, then the option of Mike Riley coming up to Boston in the playoffs, if he needed to for injuries or other reason, seems to be in serious question right now. So – you mentioned Zaborl, so he – yeah, I mean, I think – my point is, I think they should give him some time in the NHL here if he signs because we all know the playoffs are a grind. And if another left shot defenseman goes down, that being Lindholm or Orloff or Grizzlick, in addition to Forbert, if Forbert's not ready to come back for the playoffs, you do want another option besides Zaborl. And that's where Mike Riley may have, may have came into play in the playoffs and whatnot, so I think to give – Mason Lauri an opportunity in the final stretch here. If he were to sign to get his feet wet, um, I think that'll be beneficial for all parties. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to to that development uh, in, in, in the coming coming days as well.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, I guess like it's not totally out of the question that he goes back to Ohio State for his junior year, but. I think if you're the Bruins, like you probably want to get him in. Um especially with you know even beyond this season this spring, like next year you're you're probably losing some defensive depth this season. You're not gonna be able to re-sign everyone, you're not gonna be able to keep everyone around. Uh you're still gonna be in a situation where you might, you know, be trying to move out a contract like O'Reilly. So he could absolutely factor into the plans next season or you know, at least be in a situation where you give him a shot in, in training camp and preseason and see if he can make the team. So I feel like he's close enough that they're going to want to sign him. Um, and, you know, yeah, we'll we'll see if that happens in the next couple of days. Usually these things happen pretty quickly, especially if you want to potentially get a guy in NHL games like, you know, th- Harvard got knocked out on Friday. And I think three of their three or four of their players have already signed. Um, Sean Farrell with the Canadians, uh, Henry Thrun, Laferriere, and Matt Coronado with Cal- yeah, like four of their plays have signed in the two days since. So, usually happens pretty
0: quickly. And it's also worth noting, like for those listening, that Laura is not an eighteen-year-old prospect. Like he's twenty-two years old, um, albeit he's freshly twenty-two, but next year he would be. He'd be he would be twenty three by the by the All Star break next year. So if he were on the Bruins, so it's not it, there's a time and a place to develop and just but you gotta at some point you gotta get a guy into the pros into the pro system and, and you know because twenty three um, isn't what it used to be in the NHL or twenty like you know twenty three there's a lot of there's a lot of guys with you know three seasons under the belt four seasons under the belt in the NHL at that at that age so and especially when they say defense would take longer to develop than forwards I think um unless there's a real pressing reason for him to go back to school outside of hockey reasons or whatever like who knows but I think it's time to get him back and uh, or get him to the pro level and starting in Providence or Boston whatever that may be but the time is now for him to make that jump and I think uh, everybody kind of acknowledges that Scott any final thoughts on that discussion and or anything we didn't get to cover in this episode so far
1: uh, now we're going to do an hour on BU making the Frozen Four, right?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. We won't be uploading that that hour, but yeah. <laughs> maybe on YouTube we can watch it. But yeah, yeah. It's good, good for BU. They're playing uh, Minnesota. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know. Uh, that that's going to be a tough one. That Minnesota team is loaded. Obviously, uh, Logan Cooley and Toronto prospect Matthew Nye is leading the way. But you know, BU. They've it's been an impressive run for them. I didn't know. I didn't wasn't sure that they really had like this defensive structure in place. They've won some low scoring games now in hockey's tournament and NCAAs. And I thought those might be the games that could potentially trip them up because they've really been such a high flying offensive team all year. So, you know, they've, they've won some playoff style games now. So we'll see, uh, should be a great frozen four though. Four of the top five teams in the country in terms of, pairwise rankings. So um, you know, with Michigan Quinnipiac as the other matchup and Adam Fantilli, you know, probably a top two pick um this summer leading Michigan. So a lot lot of talent in that frozen four.
0: Yeah, pretty impressive for Michigan considering uh the talent that they lost off last year's roster with um well is Luke Hughes still there? Yeah he's still Luke there Luke Hughes is still
1: there. Yeah, yeah. but but, but Owen, Owen Power, Ken Johnson
0: Banane, yeah, yeah, you know, Benier's, uh, yeah, guy too. Um, okay. Johnny
1: Beecher, of course, can't can't forget okay. they <laughs> lost him.
0: Yeah, that that's who I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beecher, too. Um, there was those who, who else posted on the top line with Johnson and Benier's. I forget who it was, but he was a pretty good play, too. But in any event, um, yeah, that'll be fun to watch. All right, Scott. So I think that'll wrap it up. I, I believe, um, I believe Bridget will be back next episode. I believe and uh we'll be discussing what's the next game is it uh, Nashville Nashville that's right okay all right well thank you all for listening and we will talk to you all very soon